0: So the gyms are open again here in Australia or they're opening, you know, from this week. And it's really exciting. A lot of people are so pumped right now to get back to the gym. I mean, I have to be honest. I have a squat rack and some weights at home. I've made it work. I've put together a program which is actually challenging. And I can continue to train from home and get some great results. Uh, you know, I'm progressively overloading my programs hard my sessions are tough things are going okay for me but for some other people out there you know they don't have much equipment or maybe the social side of things around going to the gym is something that they really miss I know I miss that for sure so getting back to the gym is going to be a fantastic thing for all of us it's going to be super exciting but at the same time we have to be smart about how we go about it Uh, I know a lot of people right now who are paying for a casual session at some random gym and they've got a time restriction so they're just looking to do as much training as they can within that you know limited time and maybe the training isn't as well put together as it should be maybe it doesn't have a progressive nature maybe there's ways to do things better so no different to someone who diets throughout the whole week and has a planned cheat meal they're so excited for that cheat meal they're probably going to just go crazy eat way too much uh, feel sick as a result and actually have negative outcomes from that in the way of consuming way too many calories and actually setting themselves back uh, from you know the fat loss goals that they probably have in relation to training you've just had a long period of time where your training may not have been optimal, maybe you weren't training at all, and now you've got this opportunity where the gym's open and you can just, you know, go crazy and do whatever you want, much like that cheat meal, and it is possible that the first session or two or three or the first week of training might be so challenging or, you know, not well put together, which could result in injury. Uh, or actually setting you back and not making you better in regards to strength, performance, physique and all things that we go to the gym for. So my goal here today is to obviously keep it short but also provide you guys with some solutions I guess you could say in, in way of getting back to the gym in a smart manner and making sure that you're keeping these things in mind I guess even if you want to go crazy uh, in the gym like I know a lot of people do and already are you know just have these things in the back of your mind and uh, you know the more informed you are I guess the safer you are and the more progressive you could be at the same time so before I get into those solutions I think we should or I should just speak on the lockdown limitations that we've had to deal with obviously you know with the gyms being closed restaurants being closed people losing their jobs and everything else like that there would have been a lot of people who have had uh, drastic diet changes drastic uh, maybe sleep changes obviously exercise reductions uh, being limited with what you can do in regards to training from home for example and you know probably more increased stress definitely a reduction in overall strength and in most cases lower motivation so we're dealing with a worse diet potentially worse sleep uh, obviously not the same level of effort with training therefore definitely a reduction in strength and as a result of all of that motivation levels have more than likely dropped for a lot of people out there so with that in mind it's pretty important to think about these things and make some positive changes around areas outside of actually going to the gym and having a program and just thinking to yourself okay i'm going to improve my nutrition i'm going to get more protein in. i'm going to get more fruits and vegetables in i'm going to make sure i'm drinking enough water and sleeping enough and you know priming my body to be ready to to deal with the stress of training because training is a stress right uh, and we want to be able to recover and adapt and improve over time with our training the best possible way that we can so with all that said let's just jump straight into the uh, the solutions right how can we make sure that we we get back to the gym and we do so in a smart manner well first of all I highly recommend that you focus primarily on your exercise technique and your range of motion as a primary focus more than how much weight you move more than how much total volume you do, please do not jump into a five by five program or a German volume training program or some hardcore crazy, uh, you know, intense program which is designed for people who are you know intermediate to advanced lifters, because in most cases or in a lot of cases you haven't trained very hard at all for a long period of time, so it's almost like you've had this long break and you just have to get back to basics, build a solid foundation and then consider, you know, the fun and exciting and challenging programming um, you know, options that are out there. So, rather than focusing on load and trying to regain your strength as fast as possible, focus on great technique, good range of motion, and also focus on mind-muscle connection where possible for you know the right exercises now obviously we're not going to be thinking about mind muscle connection when we're doing a deadlift or when we're doing a squat we're really focusing on technique for those movements but you know maybe you're doing a lat pull down or you're doing bicep curls or you know even leg curls or leg extensions that's where we really think about mind muscle connection and getting a good pump now over time you want to maintain that technique maintain that range of motion but progressively increase the weight that you're doing or increase the amount of sets that you're doing or increase the amount of reps that you're doing so yes of course we want to progress over time but we want to make sure that we're using this uh, reset uh, to really focus on how to train optimally how to get the most out of each exercise and how to use the right muscles uh, you know in the process so if you're a bodybuilder if you, or even a bikini girl looking to build your glutes for example and you're just focused on doing front squats and deadlifts and hip thrusts and you're just focused on moving the weight and not really utilizing your glutes, it's possible that you won't see the hypertrophy goals or gains that you're looking for, right? So it's possible that your body will just use all of your muscles instead of targeting that one specific area that you're looking to improve. To add to that, if you are that same bikini girl who's looking to build their glutes, and you're going in and doing one rep maxes of deadlifts or you know like three to five reps on hip thrusts on front squats or back squats or whatever it might be again you're not taking the right approach in regards to building lean mass over time and increasing your training volume and also you know hitting specific targeted muscles uh, you know as best you can so technique and range of motion number one for sure so the best way to go about that is to I guess in the first couple of weeks of training actually train submaximally so don't even get close to failure. Consider maybe three to four reps away from failure for each exercise across the entire week of your first training uh week or first you know fortnight of training. So what that means is you've got a program that you've put together and you select a weight and you decide on how many reps you might want to do. And while you're doing it you want to stop that set of training with about three to four reps left in the tank so we all know when we're getting close to failure and it's very easy to kind of be like to kind of know what one rep away from failure is because you can feel like oh I'm probably not going to be able to do one more rep and then you stop right that's some maximal training but be a little bit more intelligent with it and kind of hold back maybe three reps for example and be three reps away from failure so you're really focusing on good technique range of motion you're getting a good pump you're thinking about the muscles that you're trying to work but you're not going to failure you're going about three to four reps away from failure across every exercise what that allows us to do is improve our skills with the movements because we haven't done them for a while it allows us to recover from the training that we've just done because when you've had a big break from training, you're gonna create so much fatigue in your first training session or your first week of training, your body has to recover from that and adapt before you can, you know, continue to do more training and progress over time. So if you go to one rep max or like, you know, to complete failure or super close to failure on everything, it's gonna be extremely hard to recover from that because obviously your body's gonna be experiencing a whole deal of fatigue and your next you'll probably be sore like through to the next week of training, and that's not really a goal. So, you could think of it like this. In your first week of training, we're gonna do three reps away from failure across every exercise. The second week of training, we're going to maybe do a few more reps, or we're gonna go to two reps of failure, two reps before failure, um, you know, for all exercises across the board. And then the week after that, maybe you'll stick with two reps from failure, but also increase some working sets. So you're actually adding more volume to your training as well. I don't think anyone needs to be training to failure or close to failure when they're back in the gym in the first you know three to four weeks of training. It doesn't really make any sense to me, especially if you've had a long period of time away from the gym. So you know we wanna make sure that we're actually progressing over time and getting better and also not getting injured in the process. In addition, when it comes to training um, frequency, I would say training four to five days per week would be great. If you haven't been training at all, maybe it's gonna be three to four days per week of training and you can progressively build up over time. So many years ago, I, I would run most of my clients through a structure of training progression where they would do three days per week to start with. Then after about six to eight weeks, we would move to four days per week. And then after about eight weeks of that, we would move to five days per week. And that flowed really well because they were actually able to progress over time. Uh, their body was able to handle the progressions, the higher frequency of training. And we could start off with full body workouts and then move into upper lower splits and then move into you know, push pull um, upper body, lower body or something like that, push pull legs, uh, repeat and things like that, right? So you kind of have to graduate to those uh, programming Styles where everything's split up and just start with the basics and then kind of progress over time And I you know I feel like I say progress and progression and be progressive so much But that really is what it comes down to like You you can't just uh, Be a hopeless swimmer and jump in the middle of the ocean and expect to survive, right? The Same way you can't like not have squatted in months and then decide to just you know your one rep max or assumed one rep max on the bar and be able to do it like my one rep max that i've done in a competition was 243 kilos i haven't squatted more than 130 kilos this whole year there is no way in hell i'm even going close to 200 kilos right now but over time if i had a 12-week program in place i'd probably squat 250 kilos to be honest because i'm feeling pretty healthy right now um and i know that you know my actual strength potential Is higher than the 243 that I did in competition uh, last year. So be smart about your training decisions how much you're going to lift, what exercises you're going to do, how frequent you're going to train, and how close to failure you're going to go as well. Now, as I mentioned already, uh, and this is part of the solutions definitely pay attention to your nutrition, to your sleep, to your hydration, and you know to stress as well if you can like just try to plan your days as best you can if you're lucky you've been using this period of time in isolation to actually improve your general healthy habits around sleep and stress management and enjoying downtime and if you can maintain that whilst also adding the gym back into your life that would be fantastic as well but at the end of the day I guess what we have to really do is just think about the bigger picture goals that we've got in mind. Maybe you want to look lean for summer, maybe you want to do a bodybuilding competition or a powerlifting competition uh, or you, know, you just want to get back to uh, doing what you love because it's good for your mental health as well. Think about the bigger picture and realize that the sessions that you do today and tomorrow and next week and next month are compounding and building towards your end goal and you can't do a crazy amount of training this week and next week because the gym's reopened to like accelerate your results that you're going to see in months from now it doesn't really work that way it's more about progressively building your uh, efforts over time and everything you do day to day should build on top of each other or week to week or month to month to then get to the goal that you want to get to you might need to lose 20 kilos of body fat If you starve yourself for the first two weeks or so that's not really going to give you the 20 kilo weight loss that you need we need to lose body fat over time to eventually get to that end goal and yeah the first two weeks where you're starving yourself or whatever you might see some faster weight loss but then you're also going to see a lot of negatives that come with that as well and in the gym if your first week or two is just crazy balls to the walls crazy training Uh, you know you might feel holy shit this is amazing I feel so good in regards to I got a really good pump I smashed myself but then the level of fatigue will be so high there's going to be negatives there as well so ultimately the goal I guess is to stay safe Uh, you still want to be social distancing obviously Uh, you don't want to train if you're sick we don't want to make anyone else sick around us and we definitely don't want to get injured at all so right now I'm in a fat loss phase i'm pretty much going to be in a fat loss phase for the majority of 2020 that's just how it's played out for me but it's super important for me personally to not get injured to progressively get stronger and to leave my ego at the door and not think about how much i can lift when i'm training like a powerlifter or a power builder and really just focus on my hypertrophy goals or maintaining my lean mass while really focusing on fat loss and getting shredded more than anything else so You know, maintaining or building your muscle and also dropping as much body fat as necessary as well as not getting injured are the three goals that I always speak about when it comes to uh, a contest prep or a fat loss phase or anything like that. Even a building phase as well, like injuries will just set you back. And I can already tell that a lot of people are going to get injured in this period of time where they're getting back to the gym and it's kind of like, you know, cheat day let me do everything. I want to try everything. And if I'm sore, it's a good thing. And it's not actually accurate. It's not the best approach. And, uh, you know, plan ahead and do better, really. Like, you know, if you listen to this podcast and you get nothing out of it and you go to the gym and you train like crazy, you do drop sets on leg press and you're doing supersets and all these things that your body's not used to. And you're sore as hell for a week or two, and you maybe miss training sessions as a result of that, or you know you've got some niggling injuries all of a sudden. Then you should have listened, right? It's on you. But uh, you know, utilize this information. Uh, go ahead and enjoy the gym. I know I will for sure. Even though I can train at home, I still want to go back to the gym for the social aspect. Uh, I want to go back to training clients face to face as well. And uh, you know it's exciting times ahead but let's also be smart about it and uh, you know enjoy the process and respect the process that it takes to adapt and improve over time and get the results that we want that's it from me, guys thanks for listening Uh, you know I've had a few people sign up to my 10-week challenge this week actually and I think a lot of them are actually looking for some guidance and some structure around getting back into the gym improving their nutrition and You know, having some guidance around training programming that's progressive of nature and also, you know, cardio and, you know, abs, glutes, all that kind of stuff. So if you are interested in getting some structure, having something to follow that's affordable but also very well thought through, then you can always check out my 10-week challenge if you simply go to www.physiqueformation.com.au forward slash challenge. That will take you straight to it and you can check it out Uh, there are options to just you know pretty much follow the program or there are options where you can also get some weekly check-ins with me some coaching some accountability to ensure that you are progressing uh, the best way possible and getting all of your questions answered at the same time so if you're interested in that be sure to check it out otherwise i will speak to you guys soon